on today's episode of the Real Foodology podcast. This just kind of goes to show with the standard American diet, you don't know how bad you feel until you go the other way. And then like you reintroduce something to your diet, like, whoa, like I was eating this all the time. I was eating this every day. How did I do it? You know, so you don't know until, you know, you make the switch. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Foodology Podcast. I'm Courtney Swan, your host. So happy that you're here. And I'm excited for you guys to hear today's episode. Today's guest is Bethany Ugardi. You probably know Bethany from her massively successful Instagram, Lil Sipper, and her super creative recipes. What you may not know about her is the reason that she started her Instagram and started creating all these gut-friendly recipes is she has a pretty wild story, and I don't want to tell it an intro because I want you guys to hear it, but she was basically on her deathbed. She was so sick and all stemmed from gut health issues, which is why she is so passionate about gut health now. She has thankfully since healed her gut and now is more at a point of maintenance. And we go over her whole story. She tells it from the very beginning. We talk about the protocols that she did to heal Um, what she really thinks the biggest factor was that helped her heal. We also talk about her her explant surgery or um, the surgery to remove her breast implants, which is, I think, a really interesting – it's an interesting part of her story. And also we just talk in general about um, really what health means to her, what food additives that cause the most amount of digestive issues, the specific protocol that she's on today to keep herself healthy – And we also give some advice for people struggling where to start with their own gut health and so much more. So with that, let's just get straight to the episode. I hope you guys love it. Oh, one more thing before we go. If you are listening to this and you're enjoying the podcast, can I ask a favor of you? Could you please rate and review it? It would help me so much. It helps this podcast get more listeners and helps to get it into the ears of more people. And I am so grateful for your support. Thank you so much, guys. I started Real Foodology as an outlet that I needed to share all the information that I was learning as I was getting my master's of science in nutrition and integrative health. And then it from there just kind of exploded into this podcast and my Instagram. And actually, I have a really exciting news. I am releasing an immunity supplement. I can finally talk about it in full detail. I have not been able to really talk about it for the last six months but I am so excited, you guys. It is a liposomal supplement, which means that it is in liquid form and it is more bioavailable to the body. So you have to take less of it and less milligrams of all of the vitamins that are in there because they are more bioavailable and they're more potent. It's called Real Defense and it has everything that I have wanted in one supplement these last two years minus the vitamin C. We couldn't fit the vitamin C in there, but we're offering a bundle deal when it goes on sale in uh, the middle of March, I believe. When I have a date, I will definitely keep you guys updated, but we're offering a bundle with Real Defense, which is my supplement, with the vitamin C. It has a ton of immune-supporting vitamins and nutraceuticals that are scientifically proven to support your immune system. It is more needed than ever And I'm so excited to share this baby with the world. So as soon as I have more information on when exactly it's coming out, I will definitely share it on my Instagram. So make sure that you are following my Instagram, which is at Real Foodology. And I will keep you guys updated on uh, the release as I can on the podcast. 
do you have a hard time staying focused and being productive? I definitely struggle with this. And I think it's a product of our modern day. I think we have a lot of distractions going on. And we need kind of tips and tools in order to combat that. And something that has really helped me with that is Magic Mind. I often refer to Magic Mind as my natural Adderall because it really does work. It helps me to be more productive and stay focused throughout my day. I take one every single morning and I still drink my coffee, but I also take this little Magic Mind shot. And what it is, is a matcha shot that also has adaptogens and nootropics in there that just help to turn your brain on and just really helps with productivity and keeps you focused. It obviously has a little bit of caffeine in there from the matcha. Also, matcha naturally has L-theanine, which, which helps to calm down your nervous system. So you get more of like a clean, long-lasting energy without all the jitters that you get from coffee. It also has things like lion's mane mushroom in there, choline, rhodiola, cordyceps. All of these are going to help to turn on your brain and really just help you to master whatever tasks you have on hand that day. Magic Mind has given me a code to share with you guys, and that, is, that code is RealFoodology. So make sure you go to magicmind.co and use code RealFoodology, and you're going to save 20%. That is M A G I C M I N D.co. Bethany, I'm so excited that we finally got connected. This has been kind of a couple months in the making because <laughs> we kept having to reschedule, and you know, life is crazy. Um, but I'm so excited that we finally connected and I've been wanting to have you on for a while. Um, I have been following you on Instagram since like the very, very early days, um, back when Instagram was so different, you know, it was like everyone was posting recipe, like you still are, but it was a different, it was still it was just a, a different, different world. Yeah. It was like, everything was in chronological order. Like when people posted, it was just, yeah, different times. No. And I'm, I mean, I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a lot easier to grow and, you know, but so you are probably most well known for your recipes and I just want to commend you for your creativity. Every time you post a recipe, I'm like, like I didn't even think about that. Where does she get these ideas? It's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, they're a little bit out there sometimes and I'm, I'm trying to normalize it, but, um, it just, it is what it is. And they stem from n- actually needing to, to eat a certain way. You know what I mean? They stem from like, I literally cannot have X, Y, Z, A, B, C, E, F, G. Like what can I make, you know, with what I have? So, um, you know, you do what you got to do. Yeah, it's cool. Well, and you make um, having all of those diet restrictions look fun and easy. And I know it's not either, but you can make them fun and easier. And that's what's so cool about your recipes. So let's kind of start from the beginning of your health journey. You have kind of a wild story. And I would love for my listeners to hear um, what caused you to become so invested in your health. Well, yeah. So, okay, Courtney, um, I'm sure you know, but the, I've had quite a, a journey with my health, um, which has brought me to, to where I am today. So I'm very thankful for that. I don't regret any of it, but it was definitely a journey. Um, so back, um, I would say like mid, early, mid twenties, uh, like early twenties, I would say, um, I started having like a lot of gut issues, and it wasn't like super bad, but they continued to progress. And, um, you know, I was, I thought I was eating healthy. Like I wanted to, you know, be healthy, obviously. And I was very uneducated and just eating protein bars and like the typical, you know, like 
frozen dinner, lean cuisine, like thing, thinking that I was like doing good for my body. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just kind of exacerbated and it got to the point where, um, I mean, I can go into this in more detail, but I was literally like skin and bones at one point, uh, on my deathbed. Like you could see, you could see the bones like popping out of my body and like my hip bone and like just there there was a time like i i couldn't even balance on one leg cuz i didn't have the strength to do it mm. um because i couldn't digest and that's why i got so so thin was i was literally trying to eat anything and things were coming out the other end whole like undigested and obviously when you're not digesting your food you're not absorbing the nutrients and you your body just wastes away and so i was going from you know doctor to doctor like the typical story of anyone like trying to figure out answers um i was having this really bad like burping sulfur smell like rotten eggs like every like f- 2 to 3 minutes and it wow. was like yeah it was weird i've never heard that before it was really weird and the smell was coming from like my um I got diagnosed with tons of different things. One of them was gastroparesis, which Mm. is paralysis of the stomach. So gastroparesis, right? So basically your stomach muscles, a healthy person, your stomach muscles contract and they move. And as your stomach muscles contract, they um, they move food down your, your digestive system and, you know, through your colon and all of that. So my muscles weren't contracting. So food was literally just sitting in my stomach rotting. And the only way I could get food to like continue to move through my body was to eat more food, right? To kind of push it down. And I had to do like, you know, um, enemas and I had to do colonoscopies just to kind of help move things through. And um, so things were rotting and it was just like, (laughs) man, we're getting kind of graphic here, but it was just like, you know, um, yeah, I wasn't able to digest. And so things were just kind of shutting down. And um, I had um, like holes in my stomach from, um, uh, I don't know why I'm, can't even think. Was it leaky gut or is leaky, it something different? Yeah. Okay. Leaky gut. So I had that um, as well. And, you know, all of these different things. And some of the things, like even doctors that were like, I don't know what's going on with you. You know, um, I went to Cedar sinai which is like one of the best gastroenterologists, like, here I, um, yeah, in the country probably. yeah like so yeah. it was in beverly hills my mom took me to a specialist so this is yeah like as i'm even just saying this like this was pretty like early 20s like maybe even 20 like 22 years old or something like that because i was still on my dad's insurance so this is like why i'm thinking because i was able to go there um so yeah she, my mom took me there and you know they just kind of gave me some like pills or some options and they didn't really address like how to reverse it, right? They just kind of wanted to put a Band-Aid on it. Um, And that's not something you want to hear, you know, like you don't want to be popping pills for the rest of your life. And um, I I did try and take the pills at first because I was like, okay, fine, well, I'll just try it right now. And of course I got like bad side effects. I was like, hallucinating. It was just kind of weird. And this this is like from what my mom has told me because I don't even remember this, but my mom was like, I think I was on the, the medication for like two days and we just stopped it because my mom was like, you were looking kind of weird, Bethany. <laughs> so, you know, in, um, 
yeah, so like all these gut issues were happening and um and it was painful. Obviously, I was so bloated and you know, everything was suffering. Obviously, I mean, your listeners already know gut health is so important. And when your gut is out of whack, like your hair suffers, you know, your skin suffers and just it just throws everything off. Obviously, your immunity. So, um, you know, things were just not looking so pretty. <laughs> um <laughs> But but yeah, fast forward. So I was thankfully uh, introduced. I had known about um, this holistic doctor and I had seen him prior and um, he we, we, we reconnected and this is where we got really close. And um, I actually just saw him before this interview. He stopped by my house and um, came to say hi. So I mean, he's like a friend now. But um, he was the one that truly saved my life um, multiple times. I mean, uh, this is just one incident, but, uh, and he, he introduced me to just a whole new world of health, you know, bringing me back to basics, stripping down my diet. And um, I would say anyone that's suffering with gut issues and, um, you know, leaky gut or gastroparesis and where things are just not digesting, um, I had to, I had to basically puree all my food, um, and I talk about this in my uh, in my book too about like the protocol that I did, and I and I have it listed out for people that want to do it too. Um, but I had to puree my meat, <laughs> which is not wow, yeah, it's like yeah. baby food. It's yeah. like baby food, and that's that's basically what we went back to. It's like if you think of it as a baby, you don't feed a baby an apple right? You, you give them applesauce or you don't obviously give them a thing of chicken that you just barbecued. So, you know, like you have to puree everything down because the stomach is so sensitive. And when things are pureed down, it's actually pre-digested. Um, and so it just is so much easier for your body to obviously digest and absorb the nutrients. You're not having to break things down. It's not super rough. Um, I also obviously not just pureeing the food because it's of course what you're eating too. So I hardly ate any vegetables. Kale just ripped my stomach up. Um, vegetables in general, I had to really kind of cook all my food, puree it. Um, and I had to eat like a tablespoon at a time. That's another thing. Like I wasn't like, oh, three meals a day. It was like eating a tablespoon of food every 10 minutes throughout wow. the day to kind of just ease into it because anything I ate would just hurt and bloat me. Um, and that was, that was my job for nine months was to get better. But, you know, obviously I could not work. So I had to, I was working in a really great corporate office, the assistant to, you know, the vice president of this company. And, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> you know, one of those things where I was taking more days off than I was working and I was just getting so sick. So, um, so I, I couldn't work. Um, and I, I did start an Instagram, you know, just kind of as like a side thing. I'm like, whatever, you know, I'll just kind of share, um, wh what I'm doing. And I think I had one before this happened, but I wasn't super active. I would just come on it like, you know, whenever. Right. But I mean, when you're out of a job and you have nothing else to do, but cook, you kind of like try and occupy yourself. So, um, so, you know, I started sharing like what I was doing on Instagram and 
It was very unusual, of course, but um, people were interested for sure. You know, it caught on and realizing too, like I wasn't the only one suffering. And I think that's a message I really want to get across, of course, is because you feel like you are literally the only one experiencing these gut issues and like you're seeing things in the toilet that you think are like aliens. You know, you're like, what the heck is this? Um, Because it was like stomach lining coming out. It was like weird stuff that, you know, you're, it was almost like your body's trying to attack itself and mucus. If if you've ever seen mucus, like you're like, what the heck is this? And it's your body's defense mechanism, really, when you see a lot of mucus and everyone does pass mucus, but it's, it's not like very visible. Um, but this was obviously visible and I just was freaking out. Um, and so, you know, just know that you're not alone. Like, (laughs) you know, you're not the only one experiencing this. Um, but it, you definitely have to find the right people, you know, um, find the right group and, um, yeah. And just, you know, obviously not give up. And for me, like it was either puree my beef (laughs) or die, you know, cause nothing else was helping. So, um, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, it's such a wild story. Cause I feel like, you know, yours is on the extreme end. I think a lot of people right now are suffering from gut issues across the board just because of the nature of our, our food environment in general. But yours is really like to the extreme. Do you have any idea what kind of spurred all of this on and like how it, how it happened, how it started? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a number of reasons like why, um, you know, the, I think too, uh, I got into like, I want to say quote unquote, like the health bandwagon or whatever. And I think I was eating just so much crap that was fed to me as far as like, oh, this is great for you. This is like eating, I don't know if we can like name names here or whatever, but like eating like Quest Bars or like, you know, like just name all the names by the yeah, way. Yeah. I'm like, like, you know, like things that you're trash you think, the garbage. <laughs> it's like, you know, and you're not at that time I was looking at like the nutrition facts as opposed to the ingredients. That's and a big then, one. Yeah. So obviously if anyone knows me now, I'm like an ingredient freak and not even like looking at ingredients, but I'm like, what is the sub ingredient in the ingredient, you know, and like going far, like, I don't, what natural flavors, like what is natural flavors and like really diving deep into everything and like, where does it come from? So I'm like, I'm a little bit extreme in that end, but I think, um, we have a right to know. And, um, so yeah, I think that definitely contributed to it. Um, and I, I also was going through uh, just a really hard time in my life, super stressed, which obviously exacerbated the problem. Um, and I don't know if this was – if this contributed to it or not, but I did have breast implants. Um, I want to talk about this. So maybe yeah. we go into it now. Yeah. So, you know, um, I had the breast implants prior to this happening, um, and I, I have since got them removed. But um, some people, I I had looked into breast implant illness, and I when I got them taken out, um, thankfully, like they were good, clean, no mold, like they looked fine. Um, 
But, you know, it is something that is foreign in your body and sometimes it can cause like an autoimmune thing where your body's attacking itself because it's like this foreign object in your body. Um, and I know some people uh, never experience that and that's fine. And, you know, I know people that have had breast cancer and they want to get the implants and that's totally fine, totally support that, you know. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting. So you also, when you get breast implants, this is just what I've heard, that you don't experience like an illness right away. It'll take maybe like, you know, year six or whatever until you're experiencing things. Yeah, it's kind of a buildup. From what I've read, I've never had them, but just from what I've read about the um, the breast plant illness or implant illness is that, yeah, it kind of builds over time and it's usually a cascade of all these like unexplained little symptoms that all start kind of building up. You know, it's like they're experiencing fatigue and they're experiencing, I don't know, just all these weird symptoms that um, they didn't really have. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, what, what's going on? And no one can really get to the bottom of it. But that, yeah, I mean, this one I feel pretty passionately about because I feel like it's not really spoken about a lot. And I don't even know if you know this. I mean, you probably stayed on top of this, but they just recently released a black box warning on those implants. The FDA finally is putting a black box warning, which is like, meaning basically you want to pay attention to this because so many people are getting sick from them that the FDA is now warning about it. And again, like we said, it's sneaky because people don't initially uh, attribute it to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm curious now because um, I know there was a warning on certain ones, like the, um, I think the textured ones or whatever. Mm. Um, And there's so many different ones out there now. And, you know, um, but yeah, that's interesting, you know, that, they're now having these warnings. And again, you know, people get them for different reasons. I yeah. just, I mean, no shame or like yeah. shade throwing or anything like that, but it's just, you know, it's, it's a topic that I feel, um, is super important to talk about. And it's one of those things that I always remind my listeners is look, you make your decisions that you think are best for your body and your health. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally in support of that. I, I would never, um, question anyone's, you know, ability to make choices for themselves. But I think this is one of those conversations that a lot of people aren't even aware of. And so I like to kind of bring light to it and then be like, hey, you know, if they're not affecting you and um, you love them, more power to you. Love it for you, you know? Right. Informed consent, you know? Yes. Um, and I've heard a lot of people, they had um, them their breast implants taken out and their psoriasis went away, like, next day. Wow. Like, it was insane. Um, I didn't have, like, any skin issues. But obviously, everyone's different, you know? But yeah, so, you know, kind of going back to like what caused it, I I really don't, I don't know. Um, I just know a lot of things hit me hard all at once. Um, And I think too, my gut was just a wreck, um, which just kind of opened up a can of worms and everything just, everything that hit me did, (laughs) like, or everything that could hit me did, you know, um, But yeah, so that's just kind of a crazy story. And but that definitely, you know, without that, I wouldn't be here today. I probably would still be working in an office somewhere, you know, Um, and just which is fine. (laughs) But I I have such a passion for this. And um, I was able to, you know, to write a book, I was able to create a protein powder that is helping so many people now with their gut issues, just um, a lot of opportunities God, you know, gave me, 
Um, and at the very least, just to give hope to someone, you know, and not, yeah. you know, tell them like, you're going to die. You're not going to die because my, my dad, he, um, this is after the fact, but when I was like literally on my deathbed, um, like he, he had told me, we went on a walk one day and, um, you know, I was still kind of like regaining my strength and, um, but I had, I, I had asked him, I was like, Hey, like, what were you thinking like during this time in my life? And I mean, he had told me, he goes, well, Bethany, like I, I was preparing to bury my child. Like I, not like, not like physically, like he was mentally yeah, preparing. Like preparing. Yeah. He was like, it. I was the mentally loss. preparing to bury you. Like I thought I was going to be burying you one day. Um, and that's no, <laughs> my dad, that's oh. no, um, thought that a parent should have about their child you know like it it should be the reverse like you know no one wants to think about that but um but yeah you know and I and I lost a lot of friends some some friends did stay you know um in support but it was just you know it was definitely as far as like physically painful it was definitely emotionally painful too um well, I'm sure but a lot it, of people didn't understand. You they know? didn't. No, and they thought. I mean, it's it was like kind of an illness where, you know, you don't see it on the outside. Like obviously, you could see something was wrong with me, just because of the way I looked. But like, people are like, "There's no way. It's just, you know, whatever IBS. There's no way it's that. Like something's, you know." So um, it, it just was, yeah. But, um, you know, God's good and, and family was there for me and um, God brought me through it for sure because I don't – without him, like, I don't know, you know, where I'd be mentally and, and all that and, and obviously physically. But um, he definitely brought some people into my life um, that have stayed for a long time. Um, my holistic doctor was one of them and – he saved me from a lot of things. Let me tell you, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but um, I was in a coma for. I actually a don't days. know that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was this in the beginning stages, or was this during no. your healing, or like when this, did that happen? This was uh, in 2018. So not that far How do ago. Because I, I feel like I was following you by then. Maybe I wasn't. Because I, I feel like I would have remembered this. Wow. So this, how? Yeah. What happened? So this was had like nothing to do with gut issues necessarily. This was like a freak thing. Um, again, just like kind of some crazy stuff has happened in my life, but um, I'm living to tell the testimony and, and praise the Lord for it. So, um, but yeah, like so this one night, um, I I was I was having, and I want to like give a disclaimer, you know, because this is just. This is the reason why I do not eat psyllium husk. <laughs> Let's just say that. But um, I was having like some – I had like a stomach upset and I can't remember, but I was having, like having diarrhea and it was not stopping. So in my uneducated mind, <laughs> I was like, well, let me have some some psyllium husk because it'll help bulk up my stool or whatever. And so um, I got – I had a lot of it and I got super dehydrated from it. And it literally wow. like soaked up my electrolytes, soaked up the the moisture in my body, because um, I thought, you know, like I thought, oh, it'll offset it. 
um, which was not the case. And so that night I just felt super weird. And um, I called my holistic doctor. This is how like such a great friend he is. He lives like an hour away from me. Um, And it's like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I'm just like not feeling well. And, uh, and so I don't even remember the phone call because I was not making sense on the phone. And that's why he, he drove an hour to come and see me at like 10 o'clock at night. He woke up my parents. Cause I think, I can't remember. Maybe I was like, stayed the night at my parents that night. Cause I just like, wasn't feeling good or whatever. Um, and he came over, he woke up my parents. He's like, you need to take her to the hospital. So parents drove me to the hospital that night. And I'm, I'm just like, I don't even know. Like, I just don't feel good. Right. Um, so feeling I never felt before. And so my mom drove me there and it happened in the emergency waiting room. I went into shock and went into a coma and it like, thankfully it happened in like there. Otherwise, you know, what, I don't know what would have happened, but, um, they did the whole like jolting of like the heart. I don't know what they're called, but like, I forgot what that's called. Like the electrical thing where they like, you know, put it, put it on your chest and like they did a bunch of things and, um, and yeah, I was in the coma for like two and a half, three days or something like that. Um, it's just crazy. So the doctor said they'd never seen anything like it before. And it, it was like a freak thing where it, it, It'll, they're like, oh, it'll never happen again. And um, but I guess my electrolytes just went completely just gone. Um, and they were giving me like water and IV, and it wasn't like absorbing. It wasn't enough. Um, so I woke up in this room, completely white. Obviously, it's the hospital room, and. I I obviously didn't know where I was. I'm like, what the heck just happened? Um, and so my parents were there and uh, it was – it took a while for me to kind of like register like what happened. They had to tell me and um, I – after I came home from the hospital, like I still – like my brain, I still had to like do stuff to help my brain. I couldn't write my name on a piece of paper. Like it looked like a kindergartner. I couldn't like write my letters. It was really weird. Um, But it just goes to show like how intricate your body is and like you can relearn things, you know, and that's so cool. And so that through that whole process, my holistic doctor helped me and like gave me the tools to kind of naturally go about things like, um, well, let's just say, for example, it's kind of cool, like walnuts, you know, they look like a brain, they're good for your brain. So like incorporating different things for that. And, um, yeah, just, I don't even know where I'm going with this story, but it's just like, you know, you live to tell things and just, if it gave hope to someone, you know, that's awesome. What protocols did you implement to heal? I know you talked about the pureeing of the foods, but uh, what other things did you do? And also, what do you think was the biggest factor that helped you heal? Yeah, um, definitely a lot of different things. Um, Obviously, I mentioned the pureeing of food. I had to really strip my diet. Um, I, I made everything from scratch. So if I wanted bread, I made bread. If I wanted milk, I had to make milk and, uh, you know, soak my almonds, peel off the almond skins and do all of that. Um, so I did everything from scratch. My, my doctor said, if it comes in a box, bag, package, throw it out, you know? Um, and so it was, I mean, th- thankfully I can 
you know, venture out a little bit now, but um, that was pretty intense. I did um, rice and yogurt every single day. Combining the rice and yogurt it helps with the probiotics in the yogurt to kind of get down into your digestive system. Um, and uh, it's it's a, an Indian like a remedy and it's something in their culture, um, which is kind of cool, you know, to kind of help settle an upset stomach. So um, I did that and um, I did do, you know, um, olive leaf tea, um, which I still do today. It's a antiviral, antibacterial. And so you just kind of boil olive leaves in a pot of water and it makes a tea um, because obviously your gut <laughs> needs to heal. You know, I did um, bone broth, collagen. Um, man, I'm like trying to think of all the different things that I did. Um, but it, it wasn't it wasn't super like, you know, take all of these supplements or take all of these things. I'm sure I'm sure I did like a few things here and there. But it really just kind of went back to foods, you know, and healing through food and how you prepare it. Because there's a lot of things where a lot of people don't know um, how, like, preparing a certain type of food actually can better your digestive system or worsen it. Like um, uh, bell peppers, or let's just take that for example. They can really wreak havoc on your on your gut, but if you um, cook the bell pepper or grill it, um, and then you remove the skins, they're super digestible. You know what I mean? So like different ways you prepare something can really make a difference. I'm a little bit more lax now, but when I go back to doing all those things, like I feel so much better. So I'm like, man, I should kick my own self in the butt and, you know, to do that again, or at least like a, like a reset, which is, um, you know, something that I offer in my book too. It's just a, a gut reset. So, um, yeah, a lot of smoothies. I still love smoothies. That's like kind of my staple now and, um, doing like, um, even savory smoothies. I'll put cauliflower in my smoothies. And again, I steam the cauliflower first, then I freeze it, That's you important. know, yeah, so doing stuff like that and pre- preparing it the right way, um, yeah, it makes a difference. How did you kind of um, – I mean, I know that you were working closely with a holistic doctor, but also how did you kind of come across all of this information? And I don't know, what, what kind of path did you go down? Because I feel like you could have gone one of two ways. You could have gone with the standard, you know, conventional allopathic way and, you know, done surgeries and medication and just kind of like – you know, threw up your hands and said, well, I guess I'm just going to be on medication for the rest of my life. Or I could take these steps to really better my health. And how did you, yeah, how did you kind of come yeah. to that? How did you find all, great, all this yeah. info? That's a great question, Courtney. Um, well, during the time, like, obviously I did learn a lot on my own, like not everything I learned was from my doctor. But um, during the time that I was like literally bedridden, um, I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> so... Uh, I did like all day. I just researched stuff online. I was like, okay, let's, let's dig into this. Let's dig deeper. And I was reading articles and studies and just immersing myself in the holistic approach of things. Um, and I, I think what urged me to kind of go that way instead of, you know, the, the alternative way was, I want I knew that 
pills weren't the answer. And I, I can't really say why I knew that, like what embedded that in me. Maybe it was God. Maybe it was, you know, um, but I knew that I wanted to get to the root of it and not just have a Band-Aid on my body the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I knew there was a way and I thought, okay, like there there has to be. And just kind of researching things and um, I had hope, you know, and I didn't even know <laughs> – I don't even know like where this like man you caught me like I don't even know like where this this hope come from again I have to say it was from from God and just knowing like you know you're gonna be okay like just you just got to push through and I knew like I knew I was gonna be okay and I knew there was gonna come a day where I'd live to tell the tale yeah well I mean that's kind of beautiful because I as you were saying that I was thinking you know it could be just something that, yeah, like you said, like um, God helped you find. And also it could be just, some, it could be literally tied to your soul's purpose on this planet. For whatever reason, you were meant to go through these struggles so that you could forge and light a path for other people going through simil- similar struggles. Because um, it's not the conventional way, even though it should be, because I know you and I are on the same page with this, that we... Uh, the way we treat disease and the way we eat in this country, and it's all backwards, right? Like we've all been kind of conditioned to just go to the doctor and ask for a pill or a quick fix. And um, not a lot of people, you really have to find your own way if you want to get to the root cause of whatever you're going through. And it's a struggle. We don't make it that easy in this country. No, no. And I know too, like going the holistic route does take more time than uh, popping a pill, right? Like everyone wants something instant, right? And that's typically, you know, like a over-the-counter medicine. Like if you're going to take NyQuil, like you're probably going to feel great the next day, you know? But um, so going like the holistic route, it does take a little bit more time because it you have to build it up. And sometimes um, it's preventative, right? So you, it's hard to continue um, a holistic regimen when you're not seeing results, um, cause you're like, is this working? I don't know. Like, should I just keep doing it? You know? Um, and it'll just take a while. So I know that's kind of hard for a lot of people because they do want to see some sort of improvement right away. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately you won't see stuff overnight. Although I will say that what is really cool about changing your diet and really, um, changing your lifestyle and everything is that you see changes a lot quicker than you would imagine and then you get to a place where you could have never imagined that you could feel that good. Yeah. But sometimes it takes a little bit of time. But it also doesn't – I will say this. It doesn't take as much time as people actually think that it would. It takes more time than just like taking a pill, yeah, overnight. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Dr. Mark Hyman talks about this all the time. He's like, I've seen people reverse their diabetes in like 28 days with just changing their diet. Yeah, if you do it right and you hunker down and you, you know – uh, do everything to the T. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is another thing too that, I mean, it just kind of reminded me. So, um, I took out stevia. So I was like, I mean, you know, everyone has their stance on stevia, but, um, I don't like fake sugar. Like I'd rather have raw cane sugar, you know, some honey or whatever than these, all these artificial stuff. And I think stevia is artificial and everyone can have their judgment. But, um, I took stevia out of my diet and uh, it 
completely changed my taste buds. I was less bloated. Um, and I started tasting the actual like sweetness of fruits and like a strawberry tasted so sweet to me, you know, and literally just stripping my diet from that. And then I was curious. So after eliminating it for a while in my diet, I ate something with stevia or maybe I purposely added it to something. I can't remember. And I immediately got a headache. I immediately got bloated. Um, and my taste buds changed, you know, and like things, it, there was like a weird aftertaste too. And so like, this just kind of goes to show with the standard American diet, you don't know how bad you feel until you go the other way. And then like you reintroduce something to your diet, like, whoa, like I was eating this all the time. I was eating this every day. How did I do it? You know? So you don't know until, you know, you make the switch. You know what's so interesting about stevia? Well, in this, you know, this goes back to I. I also like to t- remind my listeners a lot that um, everyone's so bio individual that different things will affect people in different ways, and it has such an opposite effect on me, which is so yeah. funny because I used, I was a, I was very addicted to sugar. Like there was a point in my life, like when I was in college, I will never forget. I quote unquote had to have, um, like. M&Ms or gummy worms or some sort of candy every single day. And I had vitamin water. I mean, I look back in horror because I'm like, I was eating so much sugar. I was addicted. And I used stevia and pure monk fruit. And I want to say pure monk fruit because a lot of it is mixed with erythritol and stuff um, to help myself wean off of sugar in general. And so for me, it actually didn't affect me at all. It doesn't make me bloated or anything. I will occasionally have like stevia or monk fruit in my coffee. But to be honest, like it helped me completely curb myself off of sugar totally. Like I don't even really do like for a while I was doing the like sugar-free treats and, you know, monk fruit and stevia flavored stuff. And now like I've just completely lost any sort of appetite for sweet things in general that I barely, and it's not to say I'm not like a perfect human. Of course I eat sugar, sweetened things, but it completely helped me get off the sugar. And that's awesome. You know what I mean? I know everyone has a different experience. I know there's, um, there's people like with diabetes and it, that actually helps them. You know what I mean? So, and that's awesome. So everyone does have an individual like reaction to it. Um, but yeah, like that was just like my experience and it doesn't even have to be about stevia. It could be like, you know, wow, I was eating like this, like, I don't know, McDonald's every day and like people, you know, people do, and then they go off of it and then they have like a McDonald's burger and they're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I was like, eating this? Like, how did I do that? You know? And it's just, it could be with anything. Um, that's a great point. Well, on that note, what are some foods that, um, or like, yeah, additives or whatever it is that cause you the most digestive issues? And then what are things that have helped you that you feel the most benefits from? Mm, Good question. Um, yeah. So I would say like for me, definitely, um, I can, say like stevia or like fake sugars, but, um, gums are definitely a huge trigger, like gorgum, everything. Yeah. Gorgum, xanthan gum, um, locust bean gum. Uh, if it says gum, like that's, you know, um, I would say also this is maybe come as a shock, but, um, natural flavors. Um, there's like a weird film, a weird aftertaste, um, because not a lot of people know this, but natural flavors think, oh, well, it's, it's natural, but it actually 
can be up to uh, 50 different ingredients, like sub-ingredients. One, like if it says like natural strawberry flavor, that could be 50 different mm. sub-ingredients that make up the natural strawberry flavor in a lab. And natural is not a regulated term, so anyone could say something is natural even if it's not. Right. So, you know, um, I mean, I could go down a rabbit hole and talk about that, but so there's that. Um, uh, hickory root fiber um, and inulin. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of people that can praise inulin and say, well, that's great because it's a prebiotic and, you know, X, Y, Z. But that, um, yeah, hickory root fiber, fiber inulin, I have a whole spiel about that, but um, that causes so much bloating and so much like digestive um, issues and cramping like from I don't know where, but cramping just is just exacerbates it. Um, but I want to also make this like clear because inulin in its in its natural form, and this can go with anything, is great. Like um, prebiotics, onions are a prebiotic, green bananas are a prebiotic. Like there's different things. Um, artichokes are prebiotic, right? But when you see like artichoke inulin, that is like a concentrated thing. It's taken out, it's put in, you know, and it's manipulated. Now it's not natural anymore. So um, that just goes too for like um, apples. Like if you eat an apple with the skin, it's all, you're you're supposed to eat it all together, right? As like one fruit or, but if you just eat the skins, then, well, you're not eating the other part. So then that can cause some um, some upset, right? Because you're supposed to eat it all together. So the whole thing of, you know, extracting something and putting it back in and this, that, and the other, well, now it's not in its natural form. So anyways, I know I can kind of go off on that, but, No, you know. I'm so glad that you brought that up because, you know, I've um, – yeah, because I, I feel like people don't think about this, you know, like we we talk so much in in the scope of health that like, let's say, for example, like vitamin C, we know it's really good for us. But then when you extract just the vitamin C from the orange, you're not getting all of the the orange was meant to eat as a whole fruit. And what we're discounting and what we often miss is that it may not necessarily be just that vitamin C that we were extracting out. It may be that the orange as a whole, all the vitamins, the minerals, the electrolytes you get in there, that everything involved in that orange is what is actually really good for our immune system. And you can apply that across the board, you know? Yeah, and who knows? I mean, I'm sure like maybe the vitamin C in the orange, the, you know, uh, everything in that orange helps you absorb the vitamin C better than just, you know what I'm saying? Yes, great point. It, yeah. they're, they're all helpers of that and they like complement each other. So, um, yeah. So I also wanted to say something else cause you've mentioned this a couple times, um, about bloating. I feel like, especially for women, we have kind of normalized it and made it just be a part of our, you know, our cycle and our, our everyday lives. It's like, Oh yeah, I was, Oh, I'm so bloated every day. Um, and we've kind of normalized it, right. As if it's just like normal, everyone has it. And I'm not saying that it's like, I, I don't I don't want there to be like shame associated, but I want to encourage people that are dealing with bloating on a day-to-day basis. It isn't normal. It's common, but it's not normal and it should not be happening, especially on a daily basis. It's one thing if you eat something that upsets your stomach and you have crazy bloating or 
um, you know, periodically around your period, but even around your period, it's, it's not normal to have consistent bloating regardless. And so I would encourage people to look into that because, um, it, it's your body's telling you something is going on. Something's irritated. Something's not digesting correctly. Um, you may be consuming foods that you are sensitive to your gut might be inflamed. Like there's so many different things that could be going on. And I encourage people to look into that and not just like, you know, think that like, well, this is just my life. Yeah, no, I 100% agree and back that. Like that is your body telling you, speaking to you, hey, something's kind of up here. Like, can you help me out? Check it out because it's not happy. Yeah, exactly. And there could be like a whole bunch of different stuff going on. You know, one of my missions with Real Foodology has always been to make eating healthier, more convenient and cost effective. I know eating healthy and getting the right nutrients in can be annoying. It can also be time consuming and expensive. Organic veggies are pretty expensive sometimes and not always convenient to shop for. So one of the ways that I'm able to support my health is by drinking Organifi every day. I personally like to do their organic green juice and the organic red juice together. I combine them. It's so simple. There's no longer having to shop for vegetables and clean out a juicer every day. You just put a scoop of each in water and mix them together. I love the taste together. They're organic. They're also glyphosate residue free. So you're not getting the carcinogenic herbicide in there. And it's just super convenient. It also, the reds really make them taste better when you put them together. Also, if you subscribe and save, you can get them as low as $1.98 per day per tub. So make sure you go to Organifi.com slash Real Foodology and use code Real Foodology and you're going to save 20%. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. So where do you think in the gut health space that people get it wrong? You know, I think that everyone thinks if I take a probiotic, I'll be fine. Or, you know, it, that's just like the, the answer. Um, there's there's a lot of different things. Um, I could also piggyback on this. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But like, do you think there's, do you have opinions on um, people going on specific diets? Like, are you for or against specific diets, like plant-based carnivore or whatever? Um, just to kind of piggyback on that or. Yeah. Um, well, that's in the good question because I actually did try to go vegan for a while thinking that it would help my digestion. And I, I did not feel good actually Same. going it vegan. ruined my gut. Yeah. And I, I know people that are vegan and they're thriving and they're, they're living the best life that they live. And I, that's great. Awesome. If it works for you, but for me, it didn't. Um, and I just felt, I just felt weak. And like, you know, it just wasn't happening. Um, but so I obviously I eat meat. Um, I don't eat pork, um, but all other like protein, I'll, I'll pretty much, you know, things. maybe maybe not, you know, snake or reptiles. I don't know. You know, the typical meats. Yeah, but, <laughs> the standard ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. But, um, but I mean, I think that definitely like I know there's like, SCD diets. And um, I actually did have to go because I had a yeast overgrowth too. That was another like issue along with like the gastroparesis. I had a bunch of yeast overgrowth, which was overtaking my body, um, which was Saccharomyces, I can't even say it, Bilargi, 
my, I never know how to pronounce that, but I know you know what I mean. It's the pro, mm. it's a probiotic, and actually, I stay away from that probiotic like the plague because um, that can cause tons of digestive issues, and it's actually something that is in um, nutritional yeast, and that's another food that I stay clear from like the plague. But um, what was the question? I kind of like got off. No, of I love I love your tangents. They're full of gold. So. Um, I was basically just kind of asking where people get it wrong in the gut health space. And then also if like kind of piggybacking on that, do you have specific opinions about different diets that people go on for their gut health and and if they work or not? Right, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I had to go on a low carb diet um, because I did have the yeast overgrowth. And I, I still, I would say I still do follow a more lower carb diet than I, I, I eat carbs, but it's not like, you know, crazy. Um, and, and I know there's like SCD diets and, um, that actually can help people and, you know, gluten-free and all the, all these things. And, um, I don't paleo, like that's, that's great. I, I really like to follow a paleo diet. I eat yogurt, but I don't personally follow a specific diet. I just eat really clean. Um, I don't eat gluten actually, unless it's sourdough and it's fermented. But other than that, I don't. Um, that's a whole nother topic, but, um, I would say a lot of people do think that going gluten-free or dairy-free is the answer. And it's, I, I don't think it is. Um, the only dairy that I eat is either like grass-fed butter, ghee, and like, um, obviously cultured plain yogurt, which is so good for you if you do it the right way. Obviously it's not like, you know, the Dannon, like strawberry yogurt, right? But, um, yeah, and again, so going like gluten-free, like I would say gluten-free breads are worse than actual just gluten breads because of all the, you know, sub-ingredients. I agree. Yeah. Depending on the bread you get. I actually um, – I buy from this place in L.A. called Bread Block. Maybe you probably have heard of it. And they have this organic sourdough, glu- but it's gluten-free, and it is so good, and the ingredients are super clean. I feel like you would love it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's gems out there that you can find, like you can, you know, you have to hunt for it. But, um, yeah, I mean, if it's just like the typical, you know, um, so I would say that's maybe where a lot of people like just kind of get it wrong is they just go thinking they need to do X, Y, and Z. And it's maybe even exacerbating the problem. Um, so, and I don't want to diagnose obviously anyone and, and like tell someone like, whatever they're doing is like the wrong way. But I would just obviously just to enlighten people and say like, maybe this is, you know, um, maybe look into it a little bit more and not just like fall for an ad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually, and this goes right into what I was going to ask you next for people listening that are really struggling with their gut health. Where would you tell them to kind of start if they're maybe feeling like overwhelmed and, you know, there's all this different stuff, where would Mm -hmm. they start? Um, like as far as like, uh, like books or like well, like how to do it just as far as their own life. Yeah, really any anything, anything that you feel like would be valuable. Like let's say someone's like, man, I'm really struggling with my gut health. Um, yeah, like maybe how to find a doctor or like what kind of rabbit holes to go down, maybe websites yeah. to go to, books, you know, really just kind of where to start. Um, I mean, I know there's elimination diets and I would say those are helpful for sure. Um, really, you know, kind of taking things back to go, go basic and then reintroduce certain foods and see if they do trigger anything or not. 
Um, so doing an elimination diet can be helpful in finding a holistic doctor is definitely something I would like recommend. Um, you have to be careful with holistic doctors because, you know, you can find a really good one. You can find a really bad one. So, um, maybe, you know, Courtney about like websites that have those resources to find a holistic doctor. You know, I need to Google this, but, um, there is a website where you can literally just plug in your, uh, zip code and you can find a functional, let's see, medicine doctor. I'll probably Mm -hmm. just, you know what? I will add this in the show notes for people listening, but there is an actual, it's through IFM, which is the Institute of Functional Medicine. They have basically like a find a doctor Mm -hmm. directory and you can just plug in your zip code and then they will tell you. I mean, this is how I found, I moved a lot in my 20s and this is how I found every single doctor that I had. That's awesome. Every time I moved. Um, And then on, I mean, I didn't really touch on this a lot, but mental health is so important and it really does affect your gut. Cause it's all connected. Um, so really, you know, digging deeper and maybe going to see a therapist or maybe talking to a friend and getting out in nature and that can really <laughs> alter your, your gut and digestion. Absolutely. And I want to add to that getting sunlight, get sunlight mm. on your skin every day, just yeah. 10 minutes, you know, and it's better to get it earlier in the day. Um, because that's where you get the most, uh, benefits from the sun and don't put sunscreen on in those 10 to 20 minutes. Your body needs that vitamin D and it's not oh, yeah. going to get the vitamin D when you're wearing sunscreen. Yeah, I know. I, I don't really talk about this a lot, but I actually don't wear sunscreen. I don't um, either. <laughs> Except for, I, mean, I will say know, this. I, I wear a zinc SPF on my face, but everywhere okay. else I never put it on. And you know what's interesting? I wonder if you have a similar experience. I never get burned ever. No. Yeah. Ever. Because my body, it, I, in the beginning, I had to slowly ease my way in. But the thing is, it's also why your body produces melanin, you know, when you when you get tanner. Um, that's a protective barrier against the sun. It's so funny. All my friends, too, are always like, like every day. It, it's January right now. Or, oh, my God, it's February. Jesus. Um, <laughs> my friends are always like, how are you so tan in January? I'm like, I don't, I, I just, I got a base and it never went away. <laughs> That's awesome. See, look, I didn't know that that about you about the whole sunscreen thing. I feel like we're uh, we're kindred no sun- souls. Yeah, no, no, no sunscreen buddies. <laughs> yes. Watch, I'm oh, gonna well, get burned like next month. Oh god. <laughs> you know what? I will say this though. I do have to wear it when I'm in places um, like Hawaii, New Zealand, Australia. Because in New Zealand and Australia, they actually have a hole in the um, in the ozone layer or something. Yes, exactly. So where you actually will really get burned if you don't wear sunscreen. So interesting. Hot tip. Um, but otherwise, no, like here in California, I, I never put it on. Yeah. And for people listening, I will link this in the show notes. Um, anyone thinking like you're going to get skin cancer, actually the studies show that people that spend more time indoors all day under artificial lighting for like eight hours a day are more likely to get skin cancer than people that spend a lot of time in the sun. It's actually pretty wild and to see the interesting. research. Yeah. And, and sunscreen, honestly, unless you find a really good one, like they're so bad for you, the I ingredients know. in there. So it's like, I mean, you and I could talk probably all day about like different stuff and like, you know, I know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, before we go, I've Two more questions for you. One, do you have any specific protocols that you still do now um, that you kind of just follow to help keep your gut in line? Um, 
I do. Yeah, I, I have a bunch listed in my book. Shameless plug. Yeah, <laughs> but um, digest it, this. Um, but I would say I, I definitely try and drink a lot of water. Um, and I, I, I eat yogurt every day. I just eat tubs of of yogurt. I love it. And so I make sure I have my yogurt. I feel personally, I feel great after. Um, What's your favorite brand? What do you eat? I like to switch it up. Nice. Um, because, yeah, as long as it's full fat, I just have to tell you that full fat yogurt is the best. Um, and just try different brands. And some people agree with other ones. Some are thicker, some are, you know, um, and I, th- I think it's kind of good to switch it up too. But yeah, full fat, plain. Okay. And you have any pro or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like specifics? Like do you do organic grass fed always or are you kind of? I don't. You know what? I like to get organic grass fed, but I don't. I mean, even uh, I even like the brand Fage. Is that how you say oh, yeah. it? Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Su- like it's super thick. Um, I've never had I any think, issues with it. So I think it's from, isn't it, it from is Italy? From, or is it, it, oh, it's, it's from Greece. Okay. Like that yeah. is like the authentic strain way that, you know, they may make it in Greece. And so, yeah, it's it's cool. So it's probably um, a higher quality product anyways just because of that. I have to think it is because I've definitely tried my fair share of yogurts. And like I always kind of go back to that one even though I do like to explore. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Cool. Well, so I ask everyone this question before we go. What are your health non-negotiables? These are things that no matter what and how busy your day is, you make sure that you do this either on a daily basis or maybe it's like a weekly thing, whatever it is to really, um, yeah, keep your health in check. Um, yeah, I would say being with someone, interacting, whether it's your next door neighbor, saying hi, having some sort of social interaction beyond a screen is so helpful. So yeah. yeah. I love that. That's such an important thing that I think, especially in the last couple of years was really lost that sense of community and belonging and just being with people. So important. We need companionship. We need friends. We need, you know, community. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Okay, so for everyone listening, where can they find you? And then plug your book again. Let them know where they can find your book too. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram, Little Sipper, L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R. <laughs> and my website, littlesipper.com. And my book is called Digest This. And you can get that on Amazon or get it in any Barnes & Noble. They carry it. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. I loved this conversation. Thank you so much for having me, Courtney. It was, oh, it's always a pleasure. Um, yeah, I cannot wait until next time. And we live so close. We need to actually get some coffee sometime. (laughs) I know we need to like go to lunch or something. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Done. Thanks girl. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Real Foodology Podcast. If you liked this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let me know. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McCone. The theme song is called Heaven by the amazing singer Georgie, spelled with a J. Love you guys so much. See you next week. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. I am a nutritionist, but I am not your nutritionist. As always, talk to your doctor or your health team first.